In the parable of the sour, Jesus spoke of a sour scattering seeds. Some fell on the hardened path, quickly devoured by birds. Others landed on rocky ground, sprouting but withering due to lack of roots. Some fell among thorns, choked by worldly cares. Yet a portion found fertile soil, yielding abundant harvest. This story teaches of spiritual receptivity. The path represents closed hearts. Rocky soil depicts shallow faith. Thorns symbolize worldly distractions, while fertile ground embodies receptive souls, embracing God's word and bearing fruit, illustrating the importance of cultivating a receptive heart to grow in faith and understanding. There's part of me that needs to go. There's part of me that needs to die, and it has to be given up to something higher. What part of it is of me has to go? And you look to the highest to help guide you in that. So there's a discriminating spirit within you that can help separate the chaff from the wheat, and the offering up of the chaff is the sacrificial gesture, and so that can be transformed into prayer. If you give up enough psychologically, you'll, you'll cut your losses in actuality. And of course, that's sort of what thought's for, is right, so that you can you can get yourself straight, you can give it up in abstraction so you don't act out the pathology and then nothing dies in actuality. But that still means you have something to give up. It's like, well, oh, that's what I did wrong. Oh, it's gonna hurt when that goes. It's like, yeah, but maybe you won't die. And then you offer it up as a sacrifice to something higher because otherwise, why would you improve? And that discriminating spirit inside that judges what's in you that should be sacrificed, that even wouldn't even exist unless it was existing in relationship to something higher because there'd be nothing to serve as a judge. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheep Kiss Sheared podcast, where here we talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed, and my friends, my friends, my friends, I want to welcome you to the fifth episode of the of the Biblical Bachelor series, where we're leading up to the release of my first manual for the spiritual seeking man that will be going out on pre-order here in the next couple days. So, in this series, we're walking through my man bits and pieces of my manual giving you just a taste of the truth because this is something that i think every young man or even middle-aged to older man who's maybe he's back out on the marketplace after a divorce maybe he's not sold on marriage maybe he's not sure what to do in his life he feels lost this is exactly the episode for you the man the book for you this is exactly where you should be my friends, today's episode is about a question, and it's a question that I want you to answer for yourself, and the question is this, what is the secret to making money? Now, some of you might say, you got to find a good job, you got to go to college, you got to go hustle, go start your own business. There are multiple different answers that people will give to this question. Now, not all of these are going to be wrong, okay? There are people who meet success in every avenue that in every way there's ways to make money. However, I want to reflect upon the parable of the sower and the seed. The first video we talked about, talking about Jesus's par Jesus of Nazareth's parable of the sower and seed. Now, it's very easy if you heard it as a kid to kind of just let it wash over you. You're like, yeah, 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 I've heard it before. Or if maybe you're just not into Christianity or Judaism, and you, you don't really understand what we're talking about. Well, first of all, 
Soren receives a powerful parable, but it might not be for the reason that you expect. Because when you look, it's easy to focus on the sower, but I, I want you to put him aside. He's not important right now. We're talking about the seeds itself. Because the sower is supposed to be you. But the seeds are your activities, what you do. The actions that you take directly or indirectly sometimes. I want you to focus on the seeds themselves. What is it that you do every day? Do you wake up with purpose? Or do you wake up feeling like you're drifting through life on a lazy river? Or that you're wandering through the wilderness and you don't know what, where to turn, where to go, who to listen to, who to ignore. You don't know what to do. Or maybe you have a general idea, but you don't know if it'll actually make you a living. So you're kind of unsure, but you want to do it, but you don't know how. So many people are in all of the different scenarios I just described. Now, I do not pretend that I know everything. While I am extremely knowledgeable, I do not know everything. But what I do know is this. It takes time and you must sacrifice to succeed. You must put in the work and there are no shortcuts to success. You must sacrifice. The secret to making money is not to focus upon making money. It is to focus upon making yourself into a superior version of who you are right now. Because what is money? Let me ask you that question. What is money to you? Is it, is it the piece of paper in your wallet? Is it the number in your bank account? What is it? Is it the number of... What is money to you? No, I know. This probably sounds like a very infantile question. I understand that fully. I, I get it. But indulge me, please. Money is not what you put in your wallet. Money is not the number in your bank account. Sure, you can buy things with it. Sure, you can um, find a service that you want to, or a good that you want to buy or, or purchase, but that's not money. That is merely the, pro, the production. That is merely the after effect of what you have or of what you've done. It's merely a reward for what you have done, for what it is merely the sowing. You sowed something, but the money is what you reaped. The question is, what did you sow? Did you go to your minimum wage job? Did you go to college to try to find a better job and maybe you still couldn't find one? Or maybe you're making big money out here and you're not even worried about money. You're worried about everything else besides money because you have more than you know what to do with. But I want to ask you something. Do you focus more on the harvest than you do on sowing the seeds of that harvest? Let me put it to you like this. So many people want to get rich quick, right? You got tons of people on the internet talking about how you can make money quick doing X. Or I can teach you how to make a lot of money doing Y. Or if you listen to me and you buy my course, I can teach you how to do Z. And then you got other people talking about how money is the root of all evil. Is that true? I don't think so. How can an inanimate object be good or evil? It's the same thing as the, the firearms discussion. Are those evil? Are those good? Well, it all comes down to the vessel, right? It all comes down to who has the money or who has the munition or who are we talking about here? Because... Whether it's money or whether it's anything else in life, you can either do good with it or a lot of bad.
but the difference lies within you. So you're wondering, Austin, how do I make money? Austin, how do I get the life I've always wanted? Austin, how do I achieve the dreams that I've had or that I'm still having to this day? How do I do it? What is the secret? Well, the first question I would ask, I would answer your question with a question. Because often the best things to be found in life are through riddles. So the first question I'd ask is this, what do you want out of life? Do you want to be rich and drive a fancy car? Do you want to discover the next, do you, do you want to live on Venus? Do you, what is it that you want? Do you want to just build the next Twitter, Facebook, Instagram? What is it that you actually want? Because if you don't know what you want out of life, then I can't help you. I can give you all the advice in the world, but if you don't even know what you want, that's like saying, hey, I want to build a building. Okay, well, what material do you want to use to build it? Uh, you don't know. That's the problem. You need to start with step one. You're trying to do step three when you're not even ready for step one. The secret to making money begins with your mindset. Because money makes for a great servant, but a bad master. I believe it was, was it George Bernard Shaw who said that? I think it was, or me, I forget who it was. But I remember the first person I heard it from was Earl Nightingale. Earl Nightingale was the first person I heard say that. That money makes for a great servant, but a bad master. So when you talk about wanting to make money and you want to chase the dollar, the almighty dollar, you're treating money as the master. It's you are serving it versus it serving you. There's this idea of money karma of you. Money will treat you the way you treat your money. Let me ask you, what do you do with your current paycheck? Do you spend it on a bunch of worthless garbage or do you take 10%? Like it says in the richest man in Babylon, like he's like it says in that book, take 10% and pay yourself first. Do you do that? Do you invest in yourself for God's sakes? So many people will be so quick to invest in Apple, Disney, Facebook, or Tesla, but they won't invest in themselves. They won't say, hey, I have an idea and I'm going to invest $2,000, $5,000, $10,000 into that idea. $10,000 could change your life. But what would you do with that $10,000? If I was to give you $10,000 right now, what would you do with it? Just go spend it right away? Would you throw it in the stock market? Would you invest it in a business venture you've always wanted to start? What would you do? Once you realize that it's not money holding you back, it's you. You're holding yourself back. You need to decide what it is you want. And you need to decide what you're willing to sacrifice on the altar of success. Because if you're not willing to sacrifice your sexual appetite, if you're not willing to sacrifice maybe some extracurriculars, activities, if you're not willing to sacrifice your vices, if you're not willing to sacrifice everything to get what you want, there's no guarantees. Those things will hold you back. But if you're willing to throw everything aside, stake your claim in your life on something, then you will be successful. If you want to succeed as much as you need to breathe, then you will be successful. If you want to come out here and tell me that you're going to succeed in one thing when you could barely even take a step forward in your life, I'm going to sit there. I'm going to shake my head. Not because I don't believe you want to do it, 
because you're not willing to take off the baggage. There's a story called, I think it's Pilgrim's Progress, where Christian, the, the main protagonist, carries a rock on his shoulders, signifying all of the, the garbage, the sin and everything in his life. And then when he finally reaches, I believe it's Jesus' tomb in the story, the stone rolls off his back into the tomb and for the first time he feels free. For the first time he feels liberated. Why? Because they, he got rid of the things that was holding him back, weighing him down, taking him away from what he wanted to do, the person he wanted to be. What's holding you back today? Yes, you listening to this show. What's holding you back? What's stopping you from being the person you want to be? More likely than not, it's you. Because you're not surrounding yourself with the people that you need to be surrounding yourself with. I guarantee you, I can know almost everything about you by the five people you associate with. If you gave me the information and the demographic of everything, if you told me the five people you hang out with, what their job is, what they do in their free time and all that, I can guarantee you I know where you're going to go and who you currently are. And how much money is in your bank account right now. I guarantee you I could do it. Why is that? Because you are who you hang around with. Just look at... Women are a great example of this. If you look at a lot of single women, most of them are going to be single. If you look at most dudes, and the dudes are unsuccessful and they're kind of lowlifes, then you're going to be a lowlife if you hang around with them. Versus you hang out with people who are the top echelon of society, they even let you in. That's that's a whole nother conversation. Then you will be successful because you couldn't be in that social group if you weren't successful. You weren't working towards it. Seeing other people's achievements should motivate you, not make you envious. Kind of goes back to the show I did yesterday about the outweighing the devil. The negativity in your life. The rapier of jealousy, the dagger of fear, and the noose of hatred. A lot of people are stabbing themselves and putting themselves in danger because of their own emotions and their own self-interest that's been subverted. Do not despise those who have fulfilled their destiny and were working hard. You should be asking them how they did it so that you can learn and you can make yourself better than you are right now. My friends, I hope this motivated you and I hope I answered the question in a way that you understand because there is no single way. The best way to make money is to change your mindset and become a better person who is worthy of making a million dollars a year, a billion dollars a year, a trillion dollars in your entire lifetime. You need to become the person who is able to make that because I guarantee you, you're not there yet because if you were, you'd already be doing that. I'm working towards it right now as I speak to you on this show. It takes time, effort, and consistency to get where you want to go, and you have to sacrifice on the altar of success. Not once, but consistently. My friends, God bless you, God bless your family, and God bless America. You were out of here. I hope you learned something today. And not only did you learn, I hope you applied it. Take care of yourselves. Peace.